Hello, ooh, that's not right. Hello, everybody, and welcome <laughs> to the 108th episode of the HSBG podcast. I'm your host, Educated Collins. I'm here with my constant co-host, Shady Bunny. Shady, how you doing? Doing excellent, Collins. Excited for today's episodes and our special guest. Yes, we also have a very special guest with us here as well, GFHS, a well-renowned I need to move your name, actually. Well-renowned player, participated in a lot of Lobby Legends, consistently gets rank one, very skilled at the game, makes it look too easy, is my issue sometimes when I'm watching him, just like, wow, he just made that work. And uh, very, very fun, likes playing mechs, but everyone likes playing mechs right now, so pretty cool. How you doing, Chief? I'm good, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Pretty nope. excited. No problem. We do have... Decent amount to talk about. There is no patch this week, but we do have just good game discussions. And and I think the quest mode has been going on for quite a long time. So I think a lot of people can has their own like opinions about how to play a quest meta, what they like to play with, what archetypes they like to to run. And and I do think we have can have a pretty good discussion here. We usually talk about our weeks generally, how how it's been. Uh, how how's your week been, Shady in chief? Hmm. You go first. Chief. I would say I'm actually doing pretty good outside of BGs. I've been like, <laughs> hanging out you, more with people. I saw you were with Lee uh, very recently. Yeah, so that was pretty I, fun. I visited Lee's place like twice, I think. We got like Boba worked out together. It's pretty nice. Is it so, is it grueling though working out? You're like, oh my god, this sucks. <laughs> okay, it was only grueling because I hadn't done it in a while right, right. and every time you don't do it yeah. and you get back it's yeah. like it's over like, yeah i definitely know that so feeling. Bad, the first days it's it, it, so your bad. your body kicks you like oh did you forget <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is why you don't forget like like if you ever skip think about skipping gym day just just think about the pain it'll be to to re to re go to the gym it's very bad yeah. Anyways, it was fun. It was fun. Oh, happy to hear that. I'm I'm big on working out. Sure. Yes, you are. Oh. <laughs> I'm always always happy to see people on the path. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I I'm pretty bad at it. So like, if you I need any gym advice, I I'll gladly take. <laughs> uh yeah, man. I mean, we can do that off the podcast, or we can do it on the podcast. Like maybe a little bit. Oh shit! Ends. We just turned uh, into a gym. Pro- yeah, a gym we're podcast. now a gym gym bro. Yeah. I mean, a lot of uh, a lot of advice like translates to a lot of other things, like just being consistent, mm-hmm. you know, and just maybe maybe yeah. having like a a semi schedule so that you can say, okay, I do this after I do this, or or so can just help you, and and that that can translate into a lot of other things in, in life as well. So. It, it's something to do yep, for sure like the main thing is just uh you're not gonna do it if you don't like it right so mm. try to first like get to a point where you're you're actually gonna do it because you know yourself better than uh, other people do mm-hmm. uh yeah go ahead Collins. fill it with games you know like you you do a rep and then you play a game <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I um in, in terms of my week for the game, I've been like a little bit up and down. Mm-hmm. Like I had this like really 
like big up and then big down and then big up. I feel like I've gone from 13 to 12 to 14, so it's been a bit all over the place. So some days I feel like I got it all figured out and everything's lining up, and then other days I'm like, ugh, how does this game work again? So for if only just for pure selfish interest, it's fun to have Chief on. Just ask some questions, see like, hey, how do you deal with this? How do you do that? Uh, any decision making stuff? So looking forward to that. Yeah, and we we do want to talk about the lobby legends, right? So the system has been a little bit different for this year. But I would say that it gets the more qualified players, I would say on average, since you have to do it for multiple months and and it's a pretty grueling process. So you can't like casually get to the spot where Jeef did, where you're competing in the final tournaments. And I just wanted to kind of talk about what was your experience like playing in it, um, participating and just like being part of that that event. I, I actually was extremely close to not making it like i was on nah the you weren't that you weren't that close you made it <laughs> no no i was like the I, points cut off for right, lobby legend right. qualifying <laughs> and and that's because um one of the month i was still in school mm. and um like i i just saw uh, that was also the month of of mr reset right so like of course the the highest ranking people during MR reset are just going to be the people who play a bunch because mm-hmm. you don't you don't have that much time to play you only have like two weeks yeah it was like i couldn't play because i was in school mm-hmm. so i just skipped a month i was top of, i barely got top 100 i was i was actually exactly top 100 one month <laughs> like exactly number 100 and i remember um I, I did a 24 hour stream and that's why. Oh. <laughs> I did a 24 hour stream to get number 100 um, in terms of points. And, and that gave me like one qualifying point for Live Legends. That, um, that was that, the one <laughs> point you needed, so that, it's fine. That was the one point that mattered straight up. Like, that's if I didn't get top 100, if I didn't pull a 24 hour stream to, to get top 100, I, I would not have made Live Legends actually. It was exactly rank 102. Like, honestly, like, I mean, the system's fine. I just got a bit unlucky, but somehow it worked out in the end. Yeah. All right. That's, that's pretty cool. I was wondering, um, the, like, the, the games themselves, right? Because you did, it is two groups of, of people you have to win yeah. through the first one, uh, make top four, then get into the final lobby. I was wondering, um, if that those games were different, if it felt different, or did you practice beforehand? You know, played mm. with some other players and stuff. Yeah, like the game itself, I was I was a bit more prepared for. Mm. Wait, you guys both watch like all the games, right? Like on stream. I, not on stream, what, but I watched. But, I watched yeah, yeah. the majority. Yeah. yeah, we're familiar. Yeah. Um, the first day, I. Had a rough start. I think I got fourth and sixth mm-hmm. the first two games, just kind of outside my control. But that's how it goes sometimes. And then uh, the last game, I actually got interviewed because I won the last game. I think uh, the last game went pretty well for me. But I picked the. I think the funniest moment was like me picking wheel of yaks around on stream and just absolutely nothing the whole game like it, it was completely garbage 
<laughs> like I finished it like honestly pretty fast. Um, like the best thing it did was give me a gold minion shop, so mm. I can discover a six drop. Other than that, pretty sure it like kind of griefed me the whole, whole game. And then and like wheel after wheel on stream, and people just see like the most useless wheels. I thought it was pretty amusing, but but I still I still won, so it was fine. I played a pretty sick undead board on Yashiraj. Not sure if you guys remembered. Oh, it's it's a while ago, but at, at any point, if you have details that you want to share, <laughs> go for it. So. Uh, yeah, I think basically what happens was uh, I triple the Nervian Deathstormer into <laughs> Operatic Vulture, I think. So that was bad. And then uh and then I'm pretty sure I just like tempoed from there and uh hit false numbers. <laughs> like, right, right. like I, I took the golden minion from my from my uh quest to 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 six drop hit fell stomper and just tempoed from there and because and Lolly Legends is like so tempo heavy, like that just worked out. That that is something I always find interesting when it comes to like very very high level play. When you're playing normal, you can kind of like scale, get away with scaling, and like have these insane boards and just still win. However, when it comes to like Lobby Legends competition, people still have that insane board. Like they still get there. It's just <laughs> that 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 um, that scaling part is just like super high tempo, and they just find a way to tr transition from very high tempo to like insanely late game boards and like yeah, one two sure, turns sure. and it's like how do you do that like consistent. no that's yeah that's that's something for sure that uh like it, it's it's explosive scaling that's yeah. that's what it yeah. is like that's why like you don't even think about caligos and, and that type of scaling because right. it's not explosive yeah. it's all about explosive scaling i think if you're ever going to go for scaling for that, sure that's actually a very interesting concept that i don't think people talk about at all like the the types of scaling and how one can be like significantly better in like more competitive environments compared to others like yeah we do we always talk about oh yeah Kelly ghost you know can be fine if you get like double Kelly and then you scale but in a traditional sense it's the type of mm -hmm. card that you get and then your scaling is like what plus five plus ten you know ten five ten fifteen twenty <laughs> where if you like maybe like when when hogger was in right like double hogger mm -hmm. right you're like you're at plus two next turn you're plus 30 <laughs> you're not the turn after <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're a hundred you know it's it's very explosive and like once it pops off you just get insane value and i don't know if people are like looking at archetypes looking at boards and like characterizing it into that type of scaling like oh this is a very explosive scaling maybe mm -hmm. i need it for this game or like oh i got double cali early it's quick enough maybe we'll just like scale and like cat and cash in and then like maybe your opponent is playing an explosive scaling copy like oh maybe i need something else because oh yeah i have double cali but i'm not going to beat you know a double hogger player or murlocs i don't know what what yeah. else is explosive <laughs> i think the main thing is like like good players tend mm -hmm. to like understand that if they play weak board they're just gonna die. Uh, yeah. And so the only like if they're 
like if we're ever gonna scale, we're gonna make sure, like, well, we'll set up for the pivot, but we're gonna make sure we're not like weak. So, so like we're we're gonna hold brand and wraith in our hand until we know we can get stronger by playing them. Because like in ladder, you can kind of get away with just like playing the brand when you find it, and then like 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 having a whatever board for for two or three turns and still win. Yeah, but like. In uh, Lie Legends, you can't get away with that. Like you have to play a strong board, and then maybe you pop off with Brand a turn later because of it. But that's like completely okay. It also bothers me like how resilient people in Lobby Legends are. Oh they, yeah, they don't die. Like, you, you're like, okay, it's been like twelve turns. <laughs> Someone's yeah, got to be. <laughs> yeah, we're also just better at. And not dying. <laughs> it's a given. Like we will keep, we will buy a Leroy and turn eight for sure. Like in a mech lobby, snap pick. Don't encourage that the behavior. <laughs> Fuck scaling. Just, just buy that. <laughs> Shady's like, yeah. Tell me more. Actually, how I got seventh with the best DTC board of all time. Like, literally had an eighty eighty cleave in hand, uh, sixty sixty and no troop, a hundred hundred deflecto, got seventh. Like it was, it was a tragedy. Damn, and that's <sighs> just getting Leroy. Right. Like it's it's so sad <laughs> how in like, how in uh, normal games are guaranteed first. Yeah, like guaranteed not even close. There's a lot of legends of six six point five. So when you um, experience that like really really high level play, and then you go back the ladder. Do you try to preserve as much of that as possible and say, if I play that well and I'm that strong, I'll probably still go first? Or do you go back a little bit more to, I'll greet a bit harder just because it might increase my chance of getting first? No, honestly, like my ladder play probably neg- is negatively affecting ah, my ladder nice. play. <laughs> um, so like... Like me being good at ladder is not not really a good thing for for playing one line legends because oh, yeah, I watch people like like Collins. You you probably like like Collins. I think you're you're a pretty good line legends player. Um, but you you probably played with like Yonase and stuff, right? Like they are actually insane. Like Yonase in particular is like way too good at at tournaments. <laughs> like <laughs> like he will pull up with like. Strong boards every single time you face them. Like they are never weak. <laughs> it's like stuff like that. Like they always know how to be strong, even if it's like the roachiest shit ever. Like they will see lines that you don't see and become strong. Like, like, uh, like Simfall and stuff like that. They'll just pull up Kirkus Simfall and, and win the lobby somehow. <laughs> I don't even know, man. Uh, it's insane. In terms of my play. I don't actually know if I'm better in tournaments. The like the maybe advantage that I would have is that I'm very used to being in situations where I have no idea what to do. And that tends to happen a lot in tournaments for some reason, just because <laughs> the pressure of the opponents always like affect oh, my gameplay. So because my opponents are playing very differently than I, I'm used to, I get put into situations I don't 
normally see before where i'm like Ooh, if i if i play normal i'm going to die so i have to do something different yeah. right and i'm used to doing that something different a lot so i could maybe adapt but generally i would say that i've you know i've been um influenced by ranked play right like <laughs> where um playing greedy is is usually rewarded yeah. as long as you're safe um and and using your brain so sometimes when i'm <laughs> i know but sometimes like at the beginning of a of a tournament i i'm still in kind of like ranked mode and then after the first game i'm like oh you know maybe i should have been a little bit more respectful of of what i'm doing mm. so um it's it's that kind of experience i think for myself no my number one lapse of knowledge when it comes to like this tournament is is probably hero select because um i was i was trying to like learn as much as possible and, right. and identify what i was doing wrong after a lot of learning because i know for a fact that the other players are just better than me <laughs> i don't know if because of experience or what but they're just better like, mm. like i'm not gonna like deny that mm. uh because because, like, how is Yase and Warlu? And, and it's not like they're high rolling. They just have more knowledge. Yeah. So, so I was trying to seek that knowledge. Um, hero select is definitely part of, like, for sure. If you pick a hero that cannot help you the first five turns, you're guaranteed eight. Like, not even kidding. Like, you think I'm exaggerating? You pick Zyrella in, in Light Legends, you're guaranteed eight. You pick, um, I, I don't even know what. Like, heroes that just don't help you the first five turns. Like um, I mean, there's a lot of them, right? Like Zy- Zyrella is is the actually the most typical example. What but... What do you mean by "don't help you" the first five turns? Do you mean like they just don't have good tempo early, oh, or like yeah. they, you can't get triples with them early, or or what? What is? It's just like does not help you win fights. It does not help you do anything. Like like Zyrella and Vorden. Vorden is another huge example. If you take right. Vorden in Light Legends, you're also guaranteed. I don't know what to say. Like, what does Vorden do? And that's not that's not uh, true at Vorden. all in ladder. Like Vorden and Zyrell oh, are really yeah, good yeah. ladder heroes, right? Yeah. And yeah. so, like, like actually picking the wrong hero has has definitely just killed my Light Legends runs before. Like, like I picked Vorden, and, and it was the fastest save of my life. Because the hero just does not help no, you the yeah, first five, six it, it turns. It doesn't do anything. It just cannot, you cannot pick the hero. Uh, and actually, I f- found out Zyrell is a, a, bad, a bad tournament hero as I was like studying the vault of a Chinese streamer. Mm. Um, they, they, they mentioned something like, yeah, I knew Zyrell is a, is a bad tournament pick. You usually just avoid it. Like stuff like, uh, like Yogg is fine, because Yogg, right. like That's the right. difference between Yogg and Zyrella is, is that just a little bit of extra tempo actually like saves games, and, and, and Zyrella is just, just uh, too, too greedy. I would say it's just, too hopeful. I, I would, yeah, I would say where you're playing Lobby Legends, these people are good, and your your game plan is well, you know, in five six turns maybe I can get a triple off this hero. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not going to be very reliable because um, these players will play scaling heroes and then still get their triples, right? Because yeah, and that triple that Zyrella wants 
if you hit it, it's not good enough. Like, mm. like yeah. if you go You're for not a winning. triple, that's true. Turn <laughs> six, you are still weak. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, you get triple into a baby crush on turn six, and you are still weak on Zyrella. <laughs> because, because like expect to see, expect to face your your Lich Kings and Alakirs and to wag toggles and whatnot and Tamsins and, and get and just completely steamrolled every single fight of like the first six turns and start the game at two HP. Like just expect that if you're picking Zyra. <laughs> yeah, it, no. it it's a problem because since everyone knows that you need to play tempo, if you're the odd man out, right? If you're picking that mm -hmm. scaling hero, everyone just punishes you and, and hits you hard and there's no like room to recover. Where sometimes in ladder, there is like that window where you're fighting someone that also is being greedy, right? So even though both of you are like pretty weak, the fight isn't disastrous. Mm -hmm. But once mm -hmm. it comes to ladder, everyone is full tempo, full tempo, full tempo, full tempo. And if you're like, okay, I just need to survive this one turn and then I pop <laughs> off, right? You're at two, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or you're dead. And you just don't have that, that window that you get to do in rank. So that's, that's definitely something I've noticed as well where... It it can be really hard to pick those heroes that struggle and 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 definitely the hero selection is a big deal and that that sometimes it's a huge deal yeah, yeah, I, like that's why that's why I think that's the reason like it might not seem like a big deal no, but not. it like it really is <laughs> it really is like it can just end your it should just end your game on the spot. Like not even exaggerating. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been maybe one of my two most important issues, like for Hearthstone since the beginning, right? The like the hero selection is unbalanced, and mm. you know minions deal like summon minions. Hero deal selection more than one. in general is actually pretty okay right now. Well, in quest meta, I would agree. Yeah, um, yeah, in quest meta, yeah. in quest meta. Um, yeah, I I would say I mean I could say that because like. Because <laughs> you're ranked play, one, like, yeah. <laughs> if you, those of you who don't know, I've I got like I'm ranked three EU free to play, so I only have two heroes, and it's like, like that's plenty of evidence to to say that hero selection doesn't matter too much. Like it's honestly well balanced. I I haven't been too sad. Like there's sometimes where I have to take a through, and it's not even like that bad. <laughs> Because, like, the armor actually balances out most heroes pretty well, like, honestly. Yeah, that's that's definitely something that we we hear a lot where, like, oh, you know, it's it's pay to win or, like, how far can you realistically get, you know, without getting the pass? And I, I do refer to, um, was again, Bobo Fat got rank one at some point, free to play. Mm -hmm. Um, you're rank three right now, which I mean, that's that's pretty interchangeable at that stage. So, yeah, especially quest quest meta. Uh, I I find that even even outside of quest meta, it it hurts, but it's just not as big of a deal as most people make it out to be. I think if you're, but you have to be willing to sort of play a boring game. If you're if you're not offered what you yeah. want. You might want to just I mean, like it can never be that boring. Like winning is not boring. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm trying to say, right? Just get to the fuck though <laughs> and all that. And I think some people like they just wanna they wanna have as much chance as playing a Catlywigs game as possible, right? And doing something along those lines because that's more fun than yeah. you know, like more incrementally building up your power. 
All right, good stuff. Uh, you want to talk a bit more about Lobby Legends cons, or we'll just move uh, on? Generally? I mean, there is that. Did you want to talk about that finals lobby? Um, and oh, I didn't talk about. It. I mean, uh, finals lobby. So I, I mean, finals lobby. Yeah, I, was, I, I thought a lot. I was thinking a lot about Lobby Legends. Um, final lobby, final lobby. I don't think I played that bad. Okay. Uh, I couldn't like I, I was doing some reviewing. Like my hero selections are fine. Mm-hmm. I got etc twice. Oh, the first game I steamrolled everyone because yeah. I got the Quillbor, the Quillbor buddy plus uh Blood Moon, and Blood Moon at wow. that time was like the freest win of B- Blood Moon. I think is still free to be fair. Like <laughs> Blood Moon is actually like so it's getting worse and worse because yeah. like, because keeps nerfing it. Uh, but, oh, yeah. uh before it was the freest one of your life so 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 even on etc it was pretty reasonable complete mm-hmm. and uh i completed it and i got the clover buddy and even though i never hit charlie or Rizzle block I, I still won the game thankfully because you like honestly the the ceiling strength ceiling is lower than ladder um mm. in live legends but it makes sense yeah um Second game should be a first. I hit okay, I kid you not, I hit like uh I hit a sneeze buddy mm-hmm. with like uh plus that that gives like plus thirty plus thirty to hand. Like just Oh so so basically what I did was I had a golden scarfin already. Right. Um um turn like turn eight, I had a golden scarfin because I think I golden it from uh Sneed's buddy or or uh, Nazoth buddy or something. Okay. So I had a golden scarfin on turn eight already. And then I roll and then I got a Sneed's buddy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I found the the Valkyrie Dragon and I procked the Sneed's buddy, which gave me another Scarfin proc. It was actually an insane game. Like <laughs> Turn eight, I had like plus thirty, plus thirty to hand. <laughs> what happened? What went um, wrong? <laughs> yeah, no, I um, yeah, I was at twenty two HP as uh, well. I was uh, pretty healthy. Uh, um, so I buffed like a war gear, a deflecto, a Nora troop. I was buffing pretty good units every turn, and uh, I don't know. I just took twenty two one fight that I was not supposed to. Like it just it was the worst fight ever. Uh, like I think I was supposed to lose, but taking twenty two was just ridiculous. Right. Um, and then I took exact lethal four damage. <laughs> I took <laughs> not four damage on like turn twelve. Exact lethal <laughs> four damage on turn twelve. <laughs> Wait, how someone that just stayed on tier three? Or yeah, what? I lost oh, to oh. a tier three simple Kurtris. Uh, it was so depressing, and and it, it was, was like a seventeen percent lethal as well. Mm. But I had an eighty eighty cleave in hand. I had a hundred hundred deflecto belcher scarfin. You name it, like the sneeze buddy. Still, the sneeze buddy was even a reset for my deflecto. Like, I like it was a really good board. Just went six point five on turn twelve. So uh, the cartridge is just. Just buffing deflect butts like crazy. Like I was like, buffing no, geez. and I had Titus relatively early too, so I was buffing literally like 80 oh, 80 yeah. a turn, man. No, but the thing is, um 
I had no quest that game. That that's the only that was the only problem. Like all my quests were terrible. Mm. So I had no quest. So um the quest that I t- that I ended up taking was Tiny Henchman. Oh. The Tiny Henchman kept buffing the scarf and the sneeze play and sometimes it would not die. So honestly, yeah. like if I had no quest that game, I probably would have been doing better. better. Yeah. That's such a <laughs> so so that was just the most soul crushing game I've ever played. And <laughs> honestly, I just want I just kinda tanked after that. <laughs> like imagine imagine playing that game where you just take twenty-two for no reason and then exact lethal for four damage with like an insane setup for six point five. Like, how can you not be demotivated right <laughs> or demoralized? Yeah, anytime. But like, Why Legends is not forgiving, like no, at all. It's, not... so, it's so unforgiving. Yeah. yeah, I mean, on ladder, you're a lot less vulnerable to that because you're just a lot better than the average player in your lobby. So you can get away with getting unlucky. But if you're fighting people that are as good or better than you, and then they get lucky, it's like it's a super. You, know, you can't beat that, right? It's, no one's better than you. Don't no one. But I, I will admit, like they they were really insane like, i don't think ever in my life i could pull off a tier three simple curtis win like i i would like i would not think of it <laughs> so the fact that he like did it is already a symbol of huge strength yeah. like a tier three cur- in a in a mech in a lobby of like pretty strong boards including mine like he pulled off the win with the with his uh tier three simple curtis strat so like that's just, that's really yeah. impressive. Like out of just pure selfish interest here, the, so the the strategy was it literally just the only three drops were deflectabots, and then he just keeps like I you didn't see uh, it right, but he keeps yeah. His word was so his this was his word. His word was deflecto, deflecto, and he kept the uh, he kept duplicating a Cordotrons from his hero power, I think, and menaces mm, and stuff. And he gets a shit ton of gold, and then he and gets um, rolling. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's he never level to four, pretty much. And oh, uh, his board with yeah. Deflecto, Deflecto, Selfless, Selfless, Harvest Golem, Harvest Golem. Not even kidding. And I lost to it. Right. No, it, I mean, it that, that makes a ton of sense since the magnetic change, right? Because you're every time he plays he in the Cordotron, it goes back into the pool. Yeah. So he just stays on three he keeps copying a cordotrons like he doesn't run out and like soon he's starting turns with tony gold and then he buys even yeah. more Accorder. that's insane he could just keep wow it's, it's yeah, crazy. that's shady's that's like um, write yeah. that down write that down but the fact that you can like he could do that in a live legends environment like i mean of course he was strong every every fight right but that's like the type of stuff Knowledge, like that's yeah. why they're better like that's yeah. the type of stuff is, is the reason why they're better it, it's not not because they high roll or whatever it's just that consistency right there like they can just see the simple and just immediately see the line mm. like it's crazy uh, it, it could be as well that that's you know depending on how much credit we give to preparation that they really do go over a lot of permutations where they think okay well this magnetic change happened is there anything insane we can do? Hey, what if we just like never go past three? What quests work with that? Oh, Sinfall, we can do this, we can do that. It's it's obviously possible that it's completely on the fly, which is extremely impressive. I mean, but a preparation would also be impressive, right? Like people are really taking the time to work on that. Yeah, honestly, also pulls up with like two map top twos, like like just two pre easy top two with maps and unknown. That's one before like people even like considered it a real quest. 
He yeah, just yeah. kills up to high legends. Like uh, honestly, like the AP meta just might be different. That um, I mean, yeah. So like math no knows might might be more a bit more popular there. But like yeah, man man really just shows up, picks map twice and, and, and gets top two both times. Like <laughs> like damn. Uh, yeah, it, like that's the type of stuff is, is the reason why they're better. And honestly, like like map of the unknown, like I've been playing it a bit a bit more. Like obviously, I don't want to take it because um because it's because it's not that good. Oh, like, it's boring. If I can go for the win, <laughs> like I'll just go for a win. Like like obvious, I, I can give that strategy to a toddler and and they'd probably get second with it. <laughs> but um. I mean, like if I if if elementals and murlocs are in, and like Maxos, and then like cycling alleys and murlocs is just so strong. <laughs> like elemental tad just just makes the comp actually good. Mm. Like I've been playing playing it actually. It, it it's not very bad. It's it's actually a guaranteed top three. I'm not even kidding. As See, long as you this is. This is why we have you on the podcast, right? This is no. This I is mean, I, I don't. I don't well. want to encourage people to take it because because the most brain dead strategy in the game. That makes it even better. <laughs> no, no, yeah. See, I'm with I'm with Jeff here, right? Shady's like, let's tell them all the brain dead strategies so that they can beat us in the game. So I'm like, Shady, why are you doing <laughs> that? Like, what? What do you? What's the thought process here? <laughs> I'm actually trying to help our listeners gain a MMR call. It's like crazy, right? What a crazy thought. What do you what do you do? So like, uh, yeah, my, my perspective on the quest is like I'll pick it if picking the other two like if my other two quests are like 5.0 average quests, I'll I'll just pick the map. <laughs> um but if the, if I see like an out to win the game, I'll just I'll just take that out. Yeah. There's there's a lot of quests that can get you top four. But can never like rarely can get you the win, right? And and those those quests maybe are undervalued. I'd say it's kind of like that Daryl um, mm-hmm. criteria, right? Where Daryl Daryl used to be a hero where when you when it comes to like high MMR, at least for rank, no one's picking it. Uh, but in tournaments, actually pretty good. Uh, but when it comes to high MMR, no one's no one's picking it because you can't win with it. And if you're not winning. You know, you don't you don't really feel like it was a, a good use of your time, right? If you don't have the, even the opportunity, right? But mm-hmm. um, it is true when it comes to tournaments, right? Daryl jumps up in a priority because, like, getting top two is like really strong in tournaments. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of like that same aspect, but for quests where there's just some quests where you can't win, but you can get top two, and 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 that's really strong in, in a lot of circumstances when you don't have another game plan. At that point in the game, yeah. All right. Well, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Chief. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say like that's pretty much all, all for Live Legends Day Two. I think I'll have to say overall, I, I was pretty fine with my play mm-hmm. up until that ETC game completely tilted Just, me yeah, into the Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Any uh, anytime something like that happens, I always try to change scenery or or you know like try to reset in some way. Like basically, the next game I will not look uh, the same. Like maybe I'll like change the lighting. Maybe I'll go outside and walk. 
maybe i'll eat yeah, something I, I want to wash my face for yeah sure. <laughs> yeah like you gotta you gotta change something you can't just be sitting there because because one thing about lobby legends that i noticed um especially if you have a bad game is let you know you get eighth and then you just have to sit there <laughs> you just have to sit there until everyone else wins and you're just like thinking about the game you just played and how you know you messed up here you messed up there you you know you're you're just kind of fighting yourself and the the you know next game rolls around and you're just like in a pit of despair it's it's not the right mindset to continue doing well so it it can very easily become like a snowball where you know, your first game is bad. Maybe you can shake it off in your next game, but you're still kind of like in there. And then you have another right. poor game or you mess up in the poor game, even if you don't play bad, but you're just focused on that mistake that you've made it. And you're not recovering. While everyone else, right? They're not doing that. They're like, oh, we just got top two. Okay, we just got to do that again. You know, they're they're chilling. They're grinding. Yeah. They're they're having a you know, good time while you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I misplayed that last turn in the last game. Like you're still, you know, you're you're not going to be able to recover. Oh my so. god, I can't believe I didn't play around Ton and Leroy, even though like you literally could not have known. Like Yeah, exactly. <laughs> stuff like that. Stuff like that. Like, oh my god, if I just play around Ton Ton and Leroy, yeah, I just e- easy crazy. first, yeah. So it's just something I've noticed like over, you know, participating in a lot of tournaments that you just have to find a way to get out of that, you know, uh, whether, you know, doing something different or just being able to meditate and find a different way. So that, that is something I, I've noticed too. Uh, yeah. I think the, uh, the easiest way to deal with that is to, like you said, you're fighting yourself, mm-hmm. right? To just um, do something physical to pull you out of your head where it's really hard to think your way out of tilt. It's almost, I mean, maybe if you're really, really experienced, oh. but just purely no, thinking I, your way I, out of tilt is tough. Yeah, I, I don't think I, I was that affected by tilt. I was definitely tilted. But like, I, like I'm, I'm used to being tilted, so. I, I'm born in the tilted. I was raised. I was like, <laughs> oh, I <laughs> like, I, yeah. Also, like, it was check formats, so, like, was very much in unwinnable from that spot to yeah. like for pure like, check. It I actually think yeah, I think the opposite. It's check format. I can like, always win. I have a chance. I have a chance. I just I just gotta I mean, go first you're, every game. If you're at twelve points for pure and check, like it's pretty unwinnable. Yeah, I, that's not how I think. Unless you like super pop off, yeah. like I, um, you need the momentum going mm, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I would say, like after Lolly Legends, I, I was like actually every single time I play Lolly Legends, I I get really unmotivated to play ladder for for a bit because mm. you just realize that like the quality of play it's is so, so much, much higher. Yeah, yeah. And and then you're like looking at ladder and you're facing like the guy with the most win trade board on turn six. It's like why am I getting away with this? <laughs> it's like, That's Shady's experience right there. Like you you play in Lolly Legends. Like, like you have, you, you're scared for your life. <laughs> and then you figure ladder, turn turn four, turn six, no triples, plan patchwork. Like it's just, I was like, you know, his board is gonna be trash. Let's <laughs> just say. Oh. So uh, th- this is a question I, I posted earlier, right? Just to come back to that, when you uh, when you then go back to your ladder session after. Let's say you you do get motivated again, right? You're saying let's get mm-hmm. rank one on let's get rank one on Europe. Do you 
do you actively just try to not play like it's Lobby Legends and just really try to take advantage as much as you can of the boards that are weaker than they, you know, should be? I mean, that's just part of the game. Yeah, you have to, Shady. Yeah, so that's what I agree with. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm just checking if, you know, like it could <laughs> yeah. also be a, a thought process of... No, know, there's I'm definitely stuff that. you can learn from Lobby Legends, but in terms of like what heroes are suddenly viable again, like you just got to take that into account like mm. like you can't just play live legends and then come back and like okay i'm never taking zyrella again i'm never taking bard again right. like those are yeah. still good heroes they're mm. good heroes because you should be under the assumption that you can get away with more um, yeah i mean that makes a lot of sense of yeah, course yeah. i've been telling shady thank you cat <laughs> cat well, live in the lobby legends experience you know like you sometimes you just have to Assume your opponents suck, yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, you just it is. It is what it is. But that, yeah, that's part of the reason why I got so demotivated for a bit. It's, it's just, yeah, you just, you just know that you shouldn't be getting away with it mm. with, with with a certain line. Yeah. Like, in in no world in Live Legends are you gonna win the game if you discover a six drop on turn seven now. <laughs> Yeah, it's not yeah, yeah. Hey, let's not say that. <laughs> yeah, Alex is definitely done You discover yeah. a six drop, you're at three HP. Yeah. Like, you discover, like, Tethys, you're at three HP. It, it, it was, uh, I mean, it was a different, it was a different meta when I was yeah, doing that. It was Baroff. Yeah. Baroff yeah. as well, right? He oh, Baroff. So he went, he went hard. Uh, yeah. So something that I was thinking about is uh, it's it's possible as well that those really strong tournament players they just do a lot more prep in private mm. lobbies. Yeah, where especially, I know that yeah. I know that for a fact. And I think that's where our scene you know might lag be lag behind a little bit. So that that'd be a fun thing you know for you know whoever out there. Wants it's to hard think though, should. like. Yeah, it's hard to, to Collins. We actually did that. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, we did do that, but it's it you need someone that needs to like shape, whip everyone in shape, you know. And you yeah. look, the culture is definitely different, um, you know, compared to over there, where you can really just get like a group format where it's like, okay, we're all on a team, and, and you know, every week we're going to play this at this time. You all better be there. I'm going to be mad at you, you know, like you. <laughs> Whereas here, it's but, like, oh, come, please, if you can, you know, hopefully we have enough people. Oh, we don't. We're missing one. You got to <laughs> call everyone, see if there's someone wanting to do it. No one wants to do it. It's like, Anyone 12K that yeah, wants to play. Like it's, it's way, <laughs> it's, it's a lot harder to get a group of people that, you know, especially when it's like streamers and stuff and they have their own things going on. It's like, oh, you know, I don't want to do this this mm. week, you know. And, and it's like they'll tell you. That they're not coming. It's like, oh, you know, we were expecting all these people to be here. Oh, half of them showed up. Like, or <laughs> you know, it's like, well, well, now none of us can play. You know, because we need a full team. Mm. So it's it's rough uh, for sure. I think what was most effective from experience was mm. like, if there's a, if it, if it's like if it's broadcasted to be an event. Like, yeah. I remember Poppy yes. hosted a scrim. Yeah. Of like eight eight players. Yeah. And it's just like it was it was like an event. It wasn't like a scrim. It was yeah. like three hundred dollar prize pool. Yeah. Uh I was ca like Pocky was casting. Um, yeah, yeah, I joined that one. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, time. Exactly. I got time. Honestly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but 
but yeah like that's when people get motivated Mm -hmm. but like if it's just like a regular old screen like people have that that's true there's like everyone's a streamer like don't really necessarily want to dedicate time to it there there needs to be some payoff right like because if it is a regular screen people don't even play that serious you know, like you're just stripping and people are like, yeah. I'm just going to level whatever. I don't care. Like there's no, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you put a prize pool next to it. It's like, oh, I have you. $25. And also like the fact that like it's, it's broadcast. Yeah. You can't be trolling, right? People are just like, what is, what is Colin's doing? <laughs> it's like, oh, I kind of need to win now. Like, <laughs> so that, that but is, yeah, I, I think the Japanese people definitely take it more seriously mm-hmm. yeah for sure and i mean i also take it seriously but yeah. i can't say the same for my peers <laughs> i mean it's a lot easier to learn new strategies when you have other people learning with you like you know me and shady right we've been doing this for a long time and i definitely say like there is definitely some strategies some skill sets some compositions that i wouldn't know uh if i didn't talk with shady on a regular basis like we do and i'm, I'm sure I've, you know, imparted some knowledge as well where there's like, oh, yeah, these things make sense now. Um, not not that I'm going to do them all or, or make it part of my, like, fundamental game plan. But now I have this more options, more choice. And that's definitely something I think that always separates players generally. Just having more knowledge in what to do in more scenarios you know just being able because mm-hmm. you give you give a good player the optimal scenario they always win right like you know any you, any player you give them the optimal scenario you know four six elementals you know and and uh, a triple <laughs> you know, another triple good quest like yeah i always pilot that to a victory but it's those scenarios where when you're playing tournaments and it's multiple matches and you're not always going to get the best hero. You're not always going to get the best quest. You're not always going to get the best rolls in your shop. What can you still do to pull out, you know, a top four or top two? And it's it's those scenarios where it's like, oh, turn three, mechs are in. I'm playing Kurtris. Okay, I know what to do. Where a lot <laughs> of players are like, turn three, no quest, playing Kurtris. They... And, did they even pick Kurtris, right? And, and, and is another thing. Did they even pick Kurtris? Did they get Kurtris? Do we do they know what to do? I wouldn't have known uh, personally. Like, oh, yeah, I'll just copy a quarter trons, infinite gold, stay on three forever. Like, that's not me. That's not how I play the game. Mm. So it's just that knowledge. And when you have someone else or a group of people playing, right? Anytime you find a stride like that, you just tell your group and the whole group gets stronger. But then when you play together, because everyone's stronger, you also have to get better to even catch up to them as well. Like, you know, if everyone's always doing what to do, you're going to start losing consistently, right? <laughs> you know, uh, until you figure out the difference. And maybe your your way of leveling is to be higher tempo than them, you know, so be faster. Then maybe that will cause a, a ripple in how they play over time, right? Because, you know, it, instead of you being eighth, now you're kicking people out and they're like, ooh, maybe my skills, I need to be faster and stuff like that. So, and definitely mm-hmm. that does happen in AP where it just tends to be faster than, than in the other regions just because if you're dying a lot, playing greedy and everyone else is not doing that right you just get faster and, and as people just continuously getting faster it comes to a point where you need a baseline level of speed to be able to compete com- com- it's kind of constant in Nash equilibrium <laughs> yeah and, and, like 
like the Nash equilibrium is everyone playing solid tempo and if you deviate um you're getting eighth yeah <laughs> and th that does tend to like magically transform anytime you play a lobby like uh, a lobby a legend lobby it's just like oh everyone's just way more tempo now uh, then you go back to to ranked and it's like oh i could just do nothing for four turns it's fine like <laughs> oh, yesterday i had a I had a ladder game i i won after getting dc'd for on turn eight like oh. like i i was gonna buy a shop mm -hmm. and it dc'd me 20 seconds left so i didn't <laughs> still won but i I have had some ladder games where I skipped turn one, like DC'd, or I skipped turn two, or I skipped turn three, and I I think to myself I'm screwed, right? Because I'm thinking like, oh, lobby legends, I'm dead here. But mm -hmm. in ladder, I find a way to like pull off and still get the win. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it's, I've skipped turn five as well before. Yeah. Um, it's crazy, and I still won. It's crazy, right? You're like, you think to yourself, it's over. You're like, <laughs> there's no chance, but. You could find a way. Yeah, like these guys are actually rolling down turn six. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what what they're doing. <laughs> these guys are just just AFKing and getting a drink turn six, and just like just rolling it down. Yeah. Very I, I think that's actually true though. Like, I think people don't realize sometimes that they're not going to improve staying down, but they do it anyways because mm. they're scared. Right. Like that's actually a, a pretty common problem. So you're saying it's more a just vague. It's the problem is they're being vague, where they don't know specifically what's going on. They they have this feeling of ooh scared because not good board should roll. Yeah, but, but then they don't, they don't realize yeah. that they're rolling for like nothing. <laughs> yeah, there's there's like one or two buyable cards maybe yeah, that they exactly. want, so they should be leveling instead and increasing the pool of yeah. things. Like yeah, that. that that's something. That's a good point. Like something you should always be thinking about when you're playing is what are you looking for right and if you can't answer that you have a problem generally and i and i think a lot of players especially if they're not like super experienced just kind of go in and they're like i'll you know I, i'll see it and then oh you know maybe we'll get there but when it comes to like lobbies like legend lobbies you have to actually have a game plan in mind at least like oh i'll do this i'll do that because for surely the other players do and if you, <laughs> if if it takes you a turn longer to set up your game plan because you don't actually know what it is that turn can be the difference between victory and death and and, mm. and you know always be flexible right uh, you know if they give you some a better game plan take it but it's it's always relevant to know that you should be pushing for this line with this comp, with this hero, with this quest. You should have that in the back of your mind so that you at least have something to guide you, to kind of guide your decisions and, and know where you're, you're going to end up. Oh, that, that makes a lot of sense. Thanks. Um, Appreciate that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to uh, maybe connect this to chief's meta video right we're you know we're talking about knowing what to hit right chief recently reviewed the different types that are currently available um so maybe you just want to you said take de it from demons there, were the for... best right i think that's what you said something like that <laughs> write that down write that down all right uh, <laughs> i said yeah demons are maybe unplayable <laughs> <laughs> oh that's not, what I, that's not what I got from it. Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe at uh, 
3k you can get away with playing demons thank you finally something for us you know like, <laughs> uh, I, I do get no, that but... question a lot like hey why don't you like demons or why don't i never see you playing demons like why is that and yeah that's uh yeah that's a good um, yeah i made a tribe tier list in that video mm -hmm. and uh also mentioned the the three mo the three best quests in the current metagame mm -hmm. yeah you can, just, you can just type up like tribe tier list youtube like hearthstone background or something it'll probably pop up but uh yeah i rank okay i'm pretty happy with like the best and worst tribes i think mm. uh if i were to do it again i'd probably rate pirates a little higher, a little higher. i put pirates in b tier okay. but honestly like i'm looking at my bot and stuff and i play pirates a lot but it's also like one of those tribes where it's like, explosive if you put it in the wrong hands yeah, yeah it's, it's an explosive like tribe. you're rolling over in dead yeah. <laughs> if you put it in the wrong hand and they're like single tethys nothing else yeah like i like you can see how it's a bad tribe yeah but um or like single record smuggler nothing else just forcing pirates like yeah. you can't really play pirates with a single record smuggler but like oh that's that's what a lot of people do so yeah. so like i think for the general population like pirates is fine to be in like not is not that good mm -hmm. but like for higher mark people where they know whether to play pirates or not um like pirates suddenly becomes a really good tribe because we're not always going pirates like i see a record smuggler and i'm in no way committed pirates you know what i'm talking about yeah like you just you travel into a record smuggler you low to five use the econ and then you can play like a variety of things you know but um i think if you just go to six from that spot play tethys a lot of times you're just getting like forcing tethys right like you can't really force tethys that's like the problem with the calm like yeah. it's just not like you can't really force a tier six strategy because it's like only you can't really level for one card so like if you're gonna die like if you're if your game plan is tethys equals win no tethys equals die that's not a very good strategy huh, i need to change my outlook let me <laughs> <laughs> right so time. so if that's your strategy um it, it might be better to just open up a bit and and maybe not play pirates and, and play like even like bees or something like you don't like just play what your shop gives you where where's, yeah, where's it, beast in your ranking actually eight, eight uh beast is eight beast okay. is a tier yeah i'm pretty happy with like everything except i think i think Pirates is B tier for the for the general population, but I actually like like if you look at my or XQN games, like pirates are definitely one of the better tribes. But that's because like we know when to go pirates, and and I can't say that's true for like a lot of people. Um, yeah. So beast, beast. Uh, pretty happy with Felsnumber comp. Pretty happy with like base skill banana comp. Like overall, really solid. No. It's yeah, the, the base skill really makes a big difference, right? So if Murlocs are out, do you still put beasts on A or would you lower them a tier? I mean like you can go turbulent tombs, Octosai, like 
Yeah, I, sure. I would say I, I still go V's a good amount. Like it's a it's a game winning out for sure. Uh, there are lobbies like te- very tempo like mech undead, mech undead these lobbies, where you just win with like a fall stopper. <laughs> I've been kidding. You just find a fall stopper and win. So like, these are definitely solid. Like like reborn fall stopper, reborn coiler, and Nora troop. And that's already like GG's. Not even kidding. So um, you call them you call them tempo lobbies because there's just access to a lot of stuff that's strong early, right? Like let's say there's no deflecto bot, there's no beasts in the lobby, you're gonna open up stuff like Magma Lockmore or a dealer, etc. Yeah. You're not really scaling like Magma Lock or Dealer in like a mech piece undead lobby. I think mech piece undead is like like what are you even scaling for? Just put just just tempo. Yeah, no no time. You you're just gonna get deflectobotted or stompered or <laughs> deflectobotted or undeaded or fell stomped and uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean um, even even that is very, very good to think about, right? Where you look at what's available in the lobby and then see how that warps what your opponents are gonna be playing and then asking, do I have time to play any of these slower uh slower compositions? Yeah. Like Mech Beast Undead can make like uh quests, some quests like like some quests that are typically good, like Treasure Vault or Friends, like can can suddenly just go down in value just cause just cause of the the tribes. Like what are you even cycling? <laughs> like, you're not surely you're not forcing elemental, surely. That makes you, that makes a lot of sense for sure. You do have Nagas in B. Um, I was wondering about the. I do think like Atissa composition isn't very strong, but what about the Lava mm-hmm. Lurker and just running the crooners over and over? Yeah. So from my experience, uh, I mean it was it's definitely OP with Hammer, but that's not the thing anymore. Right. That's right. Um, from my experience, Zesty Crooner does not see a lot of play. And when it does see play, it always feels bad. So, hmm. like, you're never really that happy rolling for two cards. <laughs> like, like you roll, 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 and it doesn't feel all that consistent. So, like, you can only... Okay, with uh, Scepter Nagas, you, it's obviously broken. Okay. So we're just assuming it's not Scepter Nagas. Like, if you're just playing a like a normal hero, like Cookie or something, mm-hmm. like you you somehow have Deep Blue Zesty on turn seven, mm-hmm. which is like pretty typical yeah. for Deep Blue Zesty. Right. Like, it never really feels <laughs> great just rolling and rolling for for these two cards. Like, like it's not a very clean strategy, I think. Like I mean, that's that's obviously what you have to do. Yeah. Like you can't level. Yeah. But like you're not. Like I feel like you're never really that happy. Like I mean, sometimes you're like, you're summoning like three, you know, five hundred, five hundred lava lurkers, and sometimes you get divine shield on them as well. So, I mean, yeah, but that's only if that's only with uh, a quest that works for it, and there's mm. not that many. Like it used to be hammer. Right. now it's actually only like scepter nagas even friends nagas isn't even good enough so like that 500 500 law looker you're not hitting that anymore Anymore, yeah Yeah, i see what you're saying okay that's fair 
That's super. So fun. honestly, like, if I redo Nagas, might just be F with demons. Wait, I also put dragons. Yeah, dragons. Dragons are trash too. Like, like Nagas are are honestly not very good, but um, it's it's very very strong in in pretty niche scenarios. I would uh, say, like, if okay. your Janus is pretty strong, if you're like, if you're Conch, like, sure. You know, like, right. but 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 all of these scenarios are pretty niche. Right. It's not. It's not. It's not something to raise the tier or say like, oh yeah, like, A tier Naga is always good. You know, like Falstaff or Coiler, like you're doing that every often. time. Like, yeah. Double Tethys, you're doing that quite often. Right. Zesty Crooner, I would not say, like you're not doing this strategy. Like maybe, like maybe once a week. <laughs> maybe once a week. I do it more than once a week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a. Do you get first more than once a week? <laughs> huh. I would. I would say so. I mean, but that that could just be a me thing, right? Like, you know, what I mean, like maybe it's not um, consistent, like for other people. You know, uh, the one Is thing I have noticed for you, I'm curious. Um, like I I can't see, and and I was using. You know, hammers and stuff like that. I don't know if I've tried it. Um, I've used Scepter. Right, Scepter's yeah, also is really good as well. So I yeah, agree with Scepter that. Scepter is yeah. undeniably broken. <laughs> and then having a good hero for it is also makes it work, right? But I'm trying to think of like scenarios where I have nothing going for me. And those ones struggle for sure. Yeah. So I, I, I see where you're also saying. also what I'm talking about. And, and another thing I have noticed is like it is still weak to um, to just having like if Murlocs are in. I think that also makes it really bad because Murlocs just will have a way to deal with your huge stats regardless of of mm -hmm. how big it is. So that's another thing. Like it has to be a no Murloc lobby. And even then, right, people still can play Leroy's and, and Mantids. If if that is their whole game plan or they know that's your game plan, right? They can still mm -hmm. find a way to have a, a good chance against it. So I, I do think if you got nothing going for it and, and Murlocs are, are also in, uh, you know, then it's it's probably not not reliable, but I'm not playing that when in those scenarios, right? Like I'm looking like I'm relaxing. Okay, like maybe we're not doing that <laughs> kind of stuff. So I could see that. So, Chief, you mentioned that you had sort of that. Um, hey, I look at my quests. Are the quests a little bit too slow given what's in the lobby? Do you have any other little? Um, you know checks you do when you look at the types in the lobby like what well, what's essentially going through your head like i guess most of the time when you when you have a look at the types uh on hero select there are a couple of combinations that are murlocs in check are quilbers no, in check it's actually not <laughs> yeah yeah quilbers is one so <laughs> so um i mean so the most uh important one i would say is mechbor Okay. Mechbor uh, works your hero select a lot. Just having a cons a reliable tier three strategy to increase your outs makes like a lot of heroes better. Um, and like if it's a high roll lie like Ellie Pirate, no, no mech. Uh, uh, these consistent heroes like I don't know, um, Tamsin or whatever, like like your generic tempo hero suddenly become a lot less good because you don't have that out on tier three anymore and they have they have a harder time power leveling 
Um, so having mech war makes you a lot more want to pick a tempo hero and just save HP and then go into mechs, right? Like it's just a good strategy. Um, the other combination, I know a lot of people value Beast Murloc. I honestly don't that much. I don't play Slammer that much. Um, and and I don't really, I don't usually like forcing Scarf and Slammer, even though I, I like I'll play it from time to time, but it's not not as not as good of a strategy to me as to other people. <laughs> um, because a lot of time I just don't hit the base kill, but <laughs> I don't know. That's just I hear you. I hear you. I'm with you. Ugh, this freaking base kill. Like, dude, like if down. you play Mech Vor, like you don't hit the gem slitter, at least you have like Dull Profit and you're still cycling gems and stuff. Like, like there, there are multiple ways you can play Mech Vor. Right. There's like one way you can play Slamma, and if you don't hit everything, it's not going to be good. Mm. So, yeah. Um, the other combination, I guess, is Mech Beast Undead. That just determines whether you're going to scale or not. Uh, but this is like really high MR stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, was, easy... I was saying there's a lot there to, to impact in terms of like that one statement is like, oh, so he's looking at two different archetypes and then the values of different types of heroes are adjusting based on the values of what exact combinations of archetypes are in the lobby like it's not something you can you can make a list for it <laughs> yeah and also like you can easily get to like 14k without this knowledge i would yeah, say I probably and i like whatever i don't even have a hero on my free to play account right. and it's like still fine right. but like in general it's, it's good it's like good to keep in mind i guess uh, Mech Beast no. Undead almost always is going to be a tempo lobby, so just a lot of times you don't even have to worry. Like, I mean, you should worry about scaling, but honestly, the most important thing in like that sort of tempo lobby is just getting to six. Um, oh, like don't like your curve is usually level to like it, your curve is usually level to five on turn eight, level to six on turn nine, and and you should just pick a hero that can do that without dying like like i would say like like i don't know just just your playstyle should should allow you to get to six mm. early okay. um, yeah like any hero can make it work just like but if you can't get to six in that type of lobby um i mean i guess it's either play max or get to six i guess you don't always have to get to six but um right. yeah Especially Usually the you're right? playing like right. token yeah. shit, and if you're playing token shit, like you, you need to get this. You need the sure. false stomper and stuff like that. Yeah, not only not only false stomper, like if your board is like risen rider xylophones, like you right. really need like like even like sister eternal summoner, like right. you need all of that. Right. Like, there's there's a lot like, of good stuff on six. Yeah, right. yeah. So. And, and oftentimes, like once again, like I said before, people just be too scared to level to six there. But it's not like it's just, it's not the fact that it's like scary to level to say. It's just that you're you're not rolling for anything on five. Mm. Like your your win conditions are in six. So that like that's the thing. So by rolling on five, you're doing nothing. It's like you're throwing gold. Yeah, away. like so okay, you may as well 16 level. Sixteen HP. You're facing Mister ETC doing fifteen damage to everyone. Mm. Like it's not it. Like I feel like rolling on five is just delaying the inevitable. Like mm. you're just giving yourself 
a worse chance to. Okay, first of all, you should not be at 16 HP if you played it right. <laughs> let's say you're at like. First of all, HP. you messed up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's say you're at 31 HP facing Mr. ETC and you're on tier 5 turn 8. It's like, mm. pretty reasonable. Okay. Like, you're not. Like, what are you rolling for? Pale Scale Crocolisk? And then, and then you're just weaker the next fight. So, mm. like, you just have to just. Like, I don't think I ever roll on five in that spot. Mm. Like, that's McBeast on that. It's like so important to just identify your outs. And you're, none of your outs are on five. Like, you're, you're not here to buy Monoverse and like have a bad board, you know? You, you, like, you gotta go, you gotta at least aim for the Octasari and Falsomber and stuff. And, and you can still buy Pale Scale Crocolisk on tier six. Like it's a good card, but but like rolling on five for pale scale crocolis is is not what you want to be doing, <laughs> right? Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. And 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 don't be um, don't be worried that some of the advice might be too niche to apply. You know, just applies to what let's say two hundred people or whatever. It's um, that's why you're here, really. Like it's also fun, right? When we. <laughs> Uh, when you interview a great player, we don't, you know, you don't interview like a great sports player and be like, well, I can't talk about my process because it doesn't apply to the hobby player or whatever, right? Like people are interested, right? So it's it's totally fine. Get yeah. as specific about your games if you would like to. And I mean, for me, this is, I play a lot and this is still I, helpful. So right? you say it's like, oh. this applies to me exactly. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm full selfish. Like, yeah, keep going, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> step by step what's what's all this because it's it's very and i think that's also fun to listen to right but it's yeah it's absolutely appreciated it's it's good stuff for sure yeah in terms of other tribes nagas is a nothing tribe demons is a nothing tribe dragons is a nothing tribe damn hate, um, hate <laughs> like tribes, those right? tribes just, if you're if they're in a lobby just pretend it's not yeah, so if those three are in, it's two types. You go for right? <laughs> like the other the other two are playable. Sure. Yeah, Ali Pirate are definitely impactful. Uh, oh wait, Ali Pirate is a huge combination. You know, for if it's the Ali Pirates are in, uh, that means it's an what? econ lobby. Yeah, and then okay. the value of uh, the, the value of like hidden treasure vault and, and stuff go up a lot. Um, I guess Dragon can go in the category of like kind of econ. But like it's it's more of like an assist as to like is it, you're not you're not like looking for dragons to play dragons. You're you're looking for dragons for like good good assist cards. Like uh like the trigger. Like all trigger the five drop dragons are, are really helpful for for your strategy usually. Not not for playing dragons, just for like just good good battle good cards. Econ. Yeah. Yeah, good econ on five. Good econ is good. Um, yeah, so Ali Pirate makes Galax and Melhouse and, and heroes yeah, like that, yeah. like from literally unplayable if they're not into like probably the best hero in the game, if they're in, which is pretty insane. But that's like that, that's actually really huge. That combination, like, that's that combination has been huge since like the start of time, <laughs> <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Like, like Wraith, Wraith and like Gamzer and Peggy and like Rekasoga mm -hmm. and, and stuff. Yeah, I'm are, are so important. 
it, it's all about adding outs to these heroes. Like, like the more outs you have on these heroes, the better they get. And and if you pick Galwix and your only out is like, I don't know, it is the Naga, some green counter, green counter pile thing, like. You're probably losing. I don't know what to say. Like, yeah. <laughs> like Wraith is no longer an out. Ban is, is not really an out because elementals aren't in. Um, like, I don't even know. Yeah, like, you're just like, giving yourself... Wraith, honestly, like, this elemental tribe, it's just carried by Wraith. Like, Wraith just... Wraith is probably the most boring card in the game. Like, <laughs> like all the APN strategies is enabled by this card. Like, think about... A time where you played APM and you didn't have a Wraith. Like, it's pretty much impossible. Like, you need this card. <laughs> like, at least, like, you don't need to keep it, but you need it to get going, you know? Mm. Like, that, this card enables APM comps. Like, it's like playing APM comp with a Wraith and without a Wraith is like, yeah, that's is, like night and day. It's so, it's so insane. That's I play a lot of, no, nah, I don't, I don't play a lot of APM. Actually, that's the thing. <laughs> I don't play a lot of APM. <laughs> And I am like, oh, I I never get to play right. I'm like, maybe that's the problem. Like, <laughs> maybe that's where the issues lie. Like a lot of Hyrule players will buy Wraith just just for the because it gives yeah. the out. Yeah. And, and 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 then and then you're like, once in a while, chatter will be like, yo, these Hyrule players they force elementals too much. No, we're not forcing elementals. We're giving us the option to play elementals. By buying one card, one card yes. <laughs> and that's a like giving us the option to win the game. If you hit a brand or a gusty, it sounds like a sounds good to me. <laughs> so I, I actually talked about it a little bit on stream today, where that's uh, at least in my opinion, right? That's just a very good risk reward ratio. Where I think that the most most people have this idea where if you want a big payoff, you need to take a huge risk, and like in that's not necessarily true. And in Battlegrounds, it's the same thing where you can take relatively small bets that have a huge payoff if they do hit. Mm. And I, I suppose this is one of them where you take the rate. Yeah, and buying rate is, yeah. is one of them. It's like minus two gold, worst case, whatever. Maybe I play one element. It's not even minus one. gold most of the time. Like you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why it's worst work. case, right? Absolute worst case. But yeah, most of the time you're going to break <laughs> even. It's gonna save for the role. So uh, yeah, that's a good example. That's uh, that makes sense. That's a nice concept, uh, right there. So, um, I did yeah. want to talk about the, like some of the hero tiers. Like you know, it's nice to look at HS replay, see like what they think oh, is. Oh, I haven't strong. checked that actually. Yeah, I haven't uh, checked that. If we look right now, top like best heroes putricide. Oh, does, I had no idea, honestly. Does that make sense <laughs> to you guys? Like. Is that this is that I, is that like yeah I that makes sense. this with uh, the uh, more like French speaking community. I, I see them on Twitter sometimes, right? And like yeah. I, I know that Citro posted a 16k screenshot, and that was a putricide first. And I was just like, I was curious. I was like, uh, how do you do that? Because <laughs> I don't. Yeah, since the I think he had more armor, right? And then he got nerfed, but apparently it's still doing really well. So. I, I, there's got to be something, right? There's got to be something that they're doing where it, it makes a whole lot of sense. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I honestly, I'm surprised that's the best here in the game. Yeah, me I, too. That's I what I'm saying. Solid. I can see Jandis. Jandis yeah, I can see really Jandis as well. But Putricide, like Lurk, Lurk number six. Does that surprise you at all? 
Oh, what the? <laughs> I never. Well, this is like we, we're talking still small data set, right? It's eleven uh, k and above. Uh, uh, but still, that's... right? Usually, it's like not. It can't be that wrong. Yeah, it, it's Plurable, huh? There's always things to learn about some of this yeah. data set. Like maybe there are heroes who are just like under prioritizing, <laughs> or there are different ways of piloting a hero that maybe we're not fully utilizing um here and, like and of these heroes i would be happy to pick janice yeah or uh or like honestly not many of those, <laughs> like etc like yeah. i'd be happy to pick janice or etc those are the ones i think jump out as well in terms of what about tests i think tests is also i'd be happy to take tests as well okay yeah. but but I think I got a change in armor, so it might not be as good as it shows. Mm. And I mean, this is, I guess, um, it's the it's current patch, right? So it's it's only been four days of data, so it should be pretty reliable. Well, seven days, I guess, seven days of data. Um, but a, a lot of these as well have low pick rates, which usually means that. The people that are playing them are pretty confident in these particular heroes, or they're playing them in specific lobbies is probably more likely. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, Malagos in this lobby with double econ or whatever is makes sense, or or patchwork demons in or something. I don't know what people do patchwork in the other area or so. You know, George of course has those lobbies where it just makes sense to play. Uh, Sky Captain Crab, I'm not really a big fan of. Um, Greybull, of course, you know, Beast Undead, like, yeah, okay, I hear you. Dude, George, like, of these heroes, I would say, like, if if I didn't look at these stats, like, I would put George and Greybull in, like, uh, and and Flurgle in, like, bottom 50%. I, okay, Greybull is good. Uh, I, I do, I've been, I've been convinced by Shady, uh, actually, that Greybull is actually just <laughs> a good hero. Uh, yeah. But I I do agree. Like it is it is interesting data points. Some of these heroes, like uh, how high they are. But I do think the pick rate and and in specific lobbies makes a lot of difference in, in whether they make sense to play. So I wouldn't like say, oh yeah, George just always play George. Like no, it's like our mechs, you yeah. know, Quillboard's in essentially. Like can you can you do something right? Because twenty percent pick rate is pretty low. I think for for a strong hero, it, it has to be that the minion types really dictate whether you pick it or not. Yeah, George really just doesn't want to see tokens. Like as many of the mm, mech and right, beast guys right. out, and then like if you can get the perfect lobby, right? Which is no mech, no beast, no uh, demons, no undead, yeah. and then Coolbore in. Yeah, like that's that's actually pretty solid because yeah. then you could just you could just find that gem guy, the the guy that boosts the attack. Yeah, gem and then splitter. you can shield you can shield whatever you like. Oh, right? You can shield cleave or yeah. I mean, gem splitter is obviously really good, <laughs> but if you get the gems, the other one, yeah, to, yeah. If you get the gems to go high in attack, right, and then you have gems, like you can kind of just build your board. But it's yeah, it's it's extremely niche, I'd say, because there's not many times where that actually lines up, where you get offered a George and all those minion types are out and Gilbors are in. Who's the highest picked hero in this? Don't don't cheat. Oh, I already. Cheated. Oh, just gas. Yeah. Why etc? Etc is number two, so I I, yeah, I, I will take that. Uh, but no, no, there's one higher. I mean, it makes sense. I believe Panda because Panda's not that good. Panda's actually three. fourth. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, oh, I have number three here. Okay. That's uh, weird. 
Um, yeah, Panda has no 60, 66. Yeah. Oh, mine says um, 64. Interesting. Oh, okay. I'm on top 1% last seven days. Yeah, I'm at current patch, which is slightly more than seven right. days. So, okay. yeah. Perfect. But, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, if, like, I something I did want to touch on as well. Jeef, mm -hmm. uh, we have to ask, right? What is your curve you do the most these days is there uh i mean it's kind of a stupid question is there any jeep curve going on or, or no? i mean i am partial to jeep curve on a lot of heroes right. especially those with two mana hero powers like if you give me rat king or yog or zyrella i'm jeep curving most of the time with oh, the token okay. start instead I'm, of standard I'm... curve uh just because i think that throttle one drops are so important for quests like mm. uh, like if you give me like mana saver and like imprisoner like that's the minion i'm pretty happy buying so like chief curve having that extra death rattle could could matter a lot mm. you know like instead of just leveling and hoping you get a good chop uh, i see um anyways but the curve i do most is standard for sure okay and and, and i threw on three like once in a blue moon okay and what no yeah. reform curving like if mm. i have a skywag start I'm rolling twice instead of leveling, guaranteed. Like I'm not I'm not yeah. throwing with the scally start. I'll three on three with the mistake start and a bad shot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Mistakes are always cause the problem. So if uh, you, it, yeah, go ahead. So with the um, with the pirate, you are you are you not playing it on one? You're just holding it and then. Playing it on two. Oh, busker. Yeah, yeah, busker. You hold right. Okay. And you, okay. unless you're a two mana hero power, then then, then you can do it. Yeah. Okay. That yeah, if you're fun. like scabs or so, yeah, right? You can set up yeah. that way. But also, a lot of uh, a lot of hero decision is actually whether, like sometimes, sometimes you pick a hero based on whether econs in the lobby or not. Yeah. Like, like, like token. I mean. Right. Uh, because the value of racking and scabs goes up way more if there are no tokens actually which might seem weird scabs being better without token but it's true because uh because honestly like not having a good five goal turn can make or break heroes for sure mm. like you having a better five goal turn than other heroes it can make a huge difference for sure so you're saying you're going normal curve on that hero and you just hero power on five on on turn three. um yeah if you don't hit token if you sure. don't hit token start and it's pretty good still yeah but like like even like golf or something like i like you can i can see how golf is better than warden in, in those types of lobbies with like no tokens because just having a bad turn turn five can honestly just lose you the game because because right. you need more minions for quests anyways like for most quests so something that would exacerbate that is like mech quillen and then like very low economy and then you're like you know what let's just guff let's just not take the damage let's just get ready let's slam yeah, this quest yeah. and then you know pick some mech quills. like guff will never have a bad turn five uh i mean do I do I keep saying turn five? I mean five gold. Yeah, yeah we, 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 we know. Five gold turn. <laughs> I, I do that. Buy a thing. Shady, buy Shady a thing is familiar that. with this. <laughs> I translate that in my head already. Yeah, when when Collins is like, yeah, then I bought the Ghost Collider and I did the thing. It's like, yep, I know what Minion is talking about. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
like like i said i'm never going three on three like i i actually mean like it's not in my vocabulary and so if you give me galley start and i have to roll twice i mean i'm rolling twice is better than leveling don't get me wrong but if you if i have to roll twice like i'm not very happy at all um so like uh, in order to avoid that situation you should like i like to pick heroes that have a like like a guaranteed, guaranteed okay, good. okay right that makes a lot of sense yeah like yeah. zarella like right when we come yeah, back honestly, to the... <laughs> in ladder yeah ladder. Okay. it's allowed <laughs> go. i was actually a pretty good hero on ladder yeah that makes sense. yeah i've heard i've heard that it's important for the five goal turn that you can do something holmes is, is probably one of the best heroes without econ though like, yeah holmes is, is yeah, a beast holmes is really good i yeah my win rate on marvel comes is really good i i love that hero right now it, may, it just makes a lot of sense like hey i get an extra gold and the other guys don't so it seems well fun. you know you have to get the guess right you know so that's why i struggle you know <laughs> I can't. It's kind of it rare, but but sometimes they do serve you with like it's an elemental, and then both the Selly and the anomaly do the same combat versus what the other person has, and it's actually like, oh god, I actually just have to guess here. <laughs> Most of the time, and I then you take it. you hit Selly, and it's not it's not right, and yeah, you're like, why would they pick the other one? It doesn't really make sense, and you're just <laughs> tilted for the rest of the game. I hear you. Same thing. Like, why weren't they offered this elemental in their shop? What a bad play. Yesterday <laughs> I picked Holmes. I had a bet. On Eudora turn four, uh, you're showing a triple. Uh-huh. You guys can, I mean, you guys probably will, will, will know yeah. what the right one is because I'm bringing it up. But <laughs> <laughs> it was like Golden Rockwell Hunter or normal Swamp Trigger. And the guy was showing Murlocs too. He was, he, to be fair, he was showing a triple. Uh, he was showing a triple. No, no, I lied. It was Golden Rockwell Hunter or Mistake. Yeah. That was the bet. Yeah. And he was showing Murlocs too. With a triple. With a triple. Yeah, with like a what, triple. You, and we yeah, clicked on yeah, the yeah. stake and it was wrong, huh? Wait, wait, wait. I lied again. <laughs> it was not that. It was Golden Swamp Striker and Mistake. That was the bet. Oh. Oh. That's even. I'd say Murlocs Golden too. Rockpool feels like it's can happen a bit easier than Golden Swamp Striker. Yeah, Golden Swamp Striker. Weird, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's see, it'd be easier as well if you could see what people's quest requirement is. Because, you know, sometimes, like, I'm playing Brucon and I take the Death Rattle one, and then my opponent has, like, kill minions, and I'm like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> I wouldn't have given him that if I knew. So, yeah, if, if there was a way to see that, that'd be interesting. They don't have the, uh, they don't have the technology. The idea behind that bet is, like, so he's showing Murlocs too. So if he has a mistake, that means he has mistake and one another Murloc, Murloc and, yeah, and like yeah. nothing else, right? Yeah. So, um, because he's showing a triple, and he probably triple into something, or maybe he's holding. I don't know. I so see. Like, I see your. I see the issue, right? Because like, because of mistake, it, it's hard for it to be two. Although, like, otherwise, yeah, he's playing like, nothing. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, let's say he's mistake. And he triple into a three drop, like it'd have to be a neutral three drop. Yeah. And he'd have to have tripled a a rock will hunt wait. And he'd have to triple a rock wander into it, right? Yeah. Like because it can't be golden slot trigger. Like you'd have to triple a rock will hunter with a mistake on board. 
True. And yeah, that, that's when you come in. Like that's the exact scenario for it to be a mistake, right? Yeah. But and yeah. so so I picked Golden Swampshaker, but his board ended up being Golden Rock Pool, mistake, and a menace on it. <laughs> oh, a menace on it. <laughs> well, I used all the logic. I'm like, there's like a very small world where mistake is the right one here. But he tripled the rock pool into a menace and attached the menace on the mistake. (laughs) That's so funny to me because that's where your big brain beats you because I'm going like, hey, hey, this one isn't golden. It's more likely to be on his board. Bam, click the mistake. And I'm like, easy bets, right? (laughs) Yeah. No, but I mean... That was great deduction, though. I mean, I that's one of those things where you did the work and it made so much sense, right? It made so much sense. I, I have the same issue yeah. in, in, in Snap yeah. where I, I hide, I'm like, okay, they need to play here. This is the only way they can win. They have to play here. So I'm going to play here. And then they're just like, I'm just going to play there. And I'm just like, why? You can't win that way. It's like, you only lose if you play that. But since I did that, they, oh, now, they have, now they beat me. And I'm just like, all right, I just got to play dumb. <laughs> First level knowledge, that's all I need, to, you know? It's, <laughs> so it's just like, over time, I'm just like, all right, just be dumb. It's like the way to go, you know? That's fine, you know? That, that's that's because we were in, introduced to, like, human elements, you know? And they're not always, like, high. Thinking about it, you know, they're just, like, maybe chilling and, and stuff like that, where sometimes you just got to be like, all right, what's what's the normal play? All right, let's just do that, you know? You have, <laughs> you have to show me that you're better than this. <laughs> Uh, all right. Sounds uh, good. Let's see. Is there is there anything else, Chief, that you um, just feel like you think about a lot about? Uh, you know, let's say you're playing stuff that comes up a lot, habits, like anything you want to share. Like, if not, no worries. But throwing it out there, if there's just anything on your mind. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like. I already leaked all the knowledge to be a good player. <laughs> you gave a yeah, lot. Everything oh, else is just like how, like not even kidding. Everything else is just how good are you at solving puzzles? Because mm, yeah. this game is just a bunch of puzzles put mm, together. Right. And if you can't solve the puzzle, you're never going to be good. That's just facts. Sorry. Right. And if, like I'm sorry part- if you want to get good if, without good <laughs> microplay. <laughs> well, I mean, they can Bust work out on the it, board right? games. They can work on the- like uh, yeah, I mean, puzzle sure. is definitely something you can work on, but yeah. it's not neglect, not neglectable. Yeah, you can't cheese your way. Like, like having like, every having the knowledge, knowing what to do at every spot, helps. But without good micromanagement, like, like the like, you're not like probably probably the best thing you can do is 10k. Thing. And then, uh, and, and I think a lot of people would be very happy with that. By the way, but uh, so to put that in in practice then part you know let's say an example of the puzzle solving is what's the way to spend my gold here that i'm winning this round saving my health and then you just you just see the shop you see okay i have four gold left five gold left here i roll one time then here i have to buy it Mm -hmm. like knowing how many rolls like that should be second nature when you play this game i just know how many rolls i have until i have to buy many you know Hmm. like i'm never rolling too much Rolling too much. I mean, sometimes I am like I forget the busker gold or something, something stupid like that. Yeah. And it's like, okay, like have you guys ever like assumed you have seven gold on seven gold turn? Yes. And just 
been wrong. Yeah. And I was like, wait, I, I have a gold here. <laughs> I've, like, I've done that so many times on Gallywix where I'm just like, chat's like, you're floating a gold. I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm not supposed to have an extra gold here. Or you have an Accordotron or something weird. Like, we, oh, I just roll and oh, say yeah, it's Accordotron. I have a Accordotron. Yeah, Accordotron messing me up so much. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not the only one. That's great. Yeah. One, one, just, uh... one game. I was just like, I have a ton of gold, and I looked. I was like, I started with 26 because <laughs> because I had a Cornotron just uh, with beatboxers, and right. just oh. and just had so many. I was like, oh, I, when did this happen? I was, you know, like a Cornotron you're getting for free sometimes. You're not really noticing like how much it's stacking. And I was just like, oh, I have 26 gold here. Like, okay, let's just, <laughs> let me roll it down. Let me level. <laughs> yeah, it's, it makes sense now. That kind of thing. So, yeah, there's there's definitely, there's a lot more in, um, gold manipulation. I think also as, as people have gotten better, and also with quests, right, as well, it's just very easy to have more gold than you're expecting. So, don't think that's like a... Yeah. Gold manipulation is a very important concept. But there's also like really like you're like it's not only that it's also creativity like mm, yeah. there are things that you've never seen before mm. that you have to think of like that's just the truth yeah. <laughs> like there are things like you'll get a quest and like a different combination of like quest and minion that you've never seen before and you just have to like think that works like countless games this has happened if you don't see it, you're letting opportunity slide by, right? Yeah. So, like, a good example was, like, the first time I saw Kidnap Sack Magnetics being used. Like, there there were probably so many times before that where I just skipped that interaction. Uh, I'm not sure. Do you guys even know that interaction? Yeah, the uh, you have boxers. You throw all the magnetics on one, and yeah. then you pick the big magnetic up at the end. And then, yeah, the boxers basically double dip. Yeah, you get all the... Yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I honestly wasn't exposed to that strategy until pretty recently. And, like, I could not just, um, I could not imagine how many times Get, I skipped right, that yeah. synergy. Like, you like you you take a triple, you have kidnap sack. And that's not even a thought that crosses your mind, right? Like, that's the, the fact that the thought doesn't cross my mind it, yeah. is inherently like a big deal. Yeah. Like, throwing away an opportunity, like a huge opportunity. And like, not to say I'm, I'm perfect. Like everyone yeah. will not, like no one will be good at it. There, but, like, there are things we we don't even know. Like as a community that we yeah, can exactly. do, like, uh, as a community. Yeah. Like map is, is still like trash according to a community. <laughs> <laughs> like the yeah. fact that it's not even like a viable strategy in most people's eyes. Like that's what that's like also. But I guess that's like kind of macro. But um, thinking outside of the box and creatively it is like kind of in line with solving puzzles, right? It's yeah, just like yeah. you, you need to see new lines that you've never seen before. Like that's that's probably what what makes like the best VG player is the ability. Like the best VG player by definition is never gonna just copy only copy other people. Like that, then yeah, they won't so... do that. <laughs> So for, for, uh, I actually sorry. think the best play, the best player could become the best by just copying as long as he does that religiously and has multiple 
like players toolboxes in their arsenal <laughs> yeah and you just like you know you, you have waterloo and you have chief and you have shady bunny like damn okay <laughs> I never lose it. Uh, <laughs> it's very kind of you everyone and there, not. Alice, but... Yeah, just cope with everyone and take the best line every time. Yeah. <laughs> but it Dude, is. That would be sick. <laughs> it, it would be, right? Yeah. I mean, just have, like, in my Twitch chat, it's just, like, the top 10 of each. <laughs> and then, like, if someone says, like, an interesting thing. Yeah. <laughs> that that would be That would be very, very interesting if you could have like everyone in in a region like play the same game you know like you know versus other people in in other regions like hey you're all playing this one game you know like two representatives per region you know and then they they take like you know 10 or 10 or maybe 10 is too much like five people per and then you're all just discussing the game that would be like kind of disgustingly cool Mm. the amount of like different strategies you'll see Oh my god, yeah. Then they get yeah, I would say gold, gold efficiency is like the most important micro skill that no, like the most important micro skill in the game. Yeah. What about macro like, skills? Like you, spectate, you spectate like an AK player. Oh yeah. And you <laughs> see their floating go left and right, like they're rolling yes. the bottom. They're they're fucking You get that cringy feeling like, oh no, you oh you can't Dude. do that. No, oh, well, that's, oh that's no, I just yeah. sometimes when you spectate, right? You you kind of get to see what the the real world is like. You know, it's like oh, it's like that. Where you maybe maybe People take it for granted yeah. when you watch a stream. Yeah, how easy might it looks managing goals. Yeah, like it's not that easy. <laughs> but like yeah, yeah, I have to. Yep. Yeah, streamers are pretty good at doing it at this point. Like, um, just not wasting gold, right? Like just roll like improving your board is always better than rolling and and we we realize that like if you give me the choice of buying like a google to feast or like rolling to buy or or i guess like double buying a good shop right Mm. Uh, as opposed to like rolling for a premium unit like that happens a lot like if like if if you have six gold left Mm -hmm. you have like five minions Mm -hmm. you're you're just buying Fine, two things you're not rolling for like premiums like as long as it's acceptable i guess yeah yeah and and that's that then changes gold that's just like how using your gold but um but yeah like we don't want to like roll three times and and not have a full board and and waste three gold like rolling gold is effectively wasting gold in the early game Yeah, I can see the argument there for sure. And also, like, curve, curve is also probably in the micro. eh, Is it in the micro? Yeah, it's probably in the micro category, like curve selection, because curve selection is kind of hand in hand with gold usage. Because taking the right curve is ultimately like, like the best way to use your gold. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That. uh, That. That I can see that because uh, it happens uh, again, right? You're a streamer. Uh, we're all streamers here. It happens a lot in chat where somebody makes a suggestion and then you ask, wait, but what do you do two, ter- two turns later then? Because we're, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. thinking about that, right? We're like, oh, I need that's yeah. elemental. I need that in two turns, right? When I go up uh, eight gold, I right. cycle, sell this, I can buy a three drop. 
And they're like, oh, I wasn't thinking about that. I just, you know, it's like, why don't we sell an extra minion here, waste the gold to marginally improve our board as opposed yeah, to big exactly. back gold for a bigger spike in a turn. No, don't get me wrong. When I was like 3k Andy, I was watching Crypt. I played Solid Turn 1 too. Don't worry, guys. Well, I learned. I was why like, you gotta do him like why that? Why don't you just play the Swabby Turn One? I mean, actually, eventually it became viable with Jupiter, but <laughs> but that that was an accident. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why I played Jupiter. I really wanted to play my Swabby's Turn One. <laughs> okay, how do I make this correct? Uh, yeah, Origins of Jupiter. You heard it first. I have one more uh, question when okay. it comes to gameplay, maybe a little bit, um, you know, into the nitty gritty and at any, you know, reply the way you like to, right? You don't have to go in depth. But when I am thinking about my quest experience, I feel like I'm constantly balancing that idea of, okay, I just got to take a completable quest, right? I just like, don't do the dumb thing. Don't take the 10 pirate thing when there's zero pirates in the shop. Like, even though the quest is clearly, you know, really good when you pop it versus that feeling that I'm just going a little bit too defensive the whole time and like never really give myself a chance to win. And especially when you get up a little higher, you start losing points for fourth, maybe just break even for third. It feels really bad if you have too many of those all the time. Right. Yeah, you do. I'm talking about me. I have just, oh, okay. <laughs> if I get a good lobby, I get points for three. And I was like, hey, let's go. Uh, so, <laughs> so does that, you know, is that in your mind at all? Is that something you recognize? Is that something I'm past that? Like, uh, what do you think? Nah, about I'm pretty here? confident that I can top two with most quests. I think, um, right. yeah, that, that, that concern, like, that concern doesn't really bother me. Like, if I pick Menager Mayhem, it's not like, I'm sacrificing my ability to top two. I'm like pretty happy with it, honestly. And Mech Murloc Menagerie Mayhem is actually a really good request. Um, yeah, like like I'm pretty confident I can top two with like New Shield, Divine Armor, like pretty yeah. much anything. Like okay, like the the really bad quest I'm not confident top twoing with are like Smoking Gun, mm. Ritual Dagger. <laughs> um. Like so, I don't think I can make those quests for like like Snickersnacks. Ju- jumping time. on the smoking gun, right? Is that just blanket statement, or is that when tokens aren't really in? Because like I don't uh, hate smoking honestly, guns with tokens. That's like kind of a blanket statement. Maybe that's Although a I should probably, I probably undervalue it in in token lobbies, but like in general, isn't it too hard for? for how strong it is it, it all depends right on how you I, like if you that, have to go really out of your way yeah like the I other day on, on sire I had to trigger 10 that they're elsewhere it's like like really yes that's that's a rough one <laughs> so um I mean, if your board isn't double mana saver at that time right yeah yeah um basically yeah I'm I, I'm like top two in most most or maybe not top two, maybe just maybe top two is a little hard to say, but top three, like I'm I think I'm top three with like I'm able to top three with most quests. Okay. Like even even a simple on the right lobby, uh I think I'm able to top three. Simple's really not that bad. Like like soul packed, I'm able to do it. it, it I think it's just smoking gun like snickersnacks. Um right. I like Snickersnack as well, so I see where this is going, where I like the wrong quest. <laughs> Oh, Snickersnacks is really bad. You never want to be in a spot where you're forcing a strategy. Like, that's just how you 
not right, right. Just, I mean, just roll over and die. That's, I mean, that's sometimes you have to pick it because the only completable one, as you said. But like, um, I'd rather pick a tiny henchman that's like somewhat late than pick a Snickersnacks, which is not guaranteed value. Like, I never want to be in a spot where I don't know. Like, I'm just not doing anything. Like, mm. like tiny henchmen, Sturdy Shard, Menagerie Mayhem, Cookbook, stuff like that. I'm always doing something. Like, so it's never it, going to be that bad. Like if you take Snicker Snacks, there's no guarantee, you might, and that's the issue. <laughs> you, you might, you might get nothing. That's that's fair. That's fair. So uh, is is it then? Re- of course, there's nuances to everything, right? Like we can't distill very high level play to do this. Don't do that. Um, mm. Are you then really gravitating towards completability? Like you're really just looking at okay, what can I dunk here? Just get it over with, and then just start playing the game. Uh, most of the time, yeah. Okay. Unless, uh, unless you know, like, it, it's all, it's all too hard to say. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. I That's agree. why I gave yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's too, it's too hard. So, but maybe to, to help you out, like just throwing something out. Like all, your risk reward thing, or, or your, your complete ability like how strong of the reward is is completely subjective at this yeah. point, and it just depends on how much weight you you put on the strength of the reward. Because like we can look at their rewards and weigh it completely differently, and thus we would pick different quests. Like that's very so, that's very fair. Um, I, I suppose how strong you are, right? As well, like what can I get away with, right? Like um, you're because I, I I don't want to put you in a spot where you say, yeah, I always dunk my quest, and then you know we see you taking a sinfall on stream, but like yeah, but it's different, like. But you know, if you're in a spot where you say, there's probably a good chance that I complete this, right? Without you know dying, I'm gonna be in a pretty good because not dying is not good enough, right? You have to have enough health or a good enough board that you can actually. Yeah, I think I think of it actually in terms of turn, like I estimate how. Amount of, I, I usually do a pretty good job estimating how, like, the turn that I'll complete all of these quests. So if you're like, so 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 we're turning the completability requirement into a linear like, what turn will, will I complete it? Which is easier to think about that way. So like, if you give me a turn five Symphon Jandis versus a turn eight Fort Mask, honestly, like it might be pretty close. Um, but yeah, it, it's just like easier to think about it if you just if you have a pretty good idea of what turn will finish by. Yeah. Okay, awesome. No, I mean that that was amazing, Jeef. Like, really, it was really cool to get into the weeds and really think about how to how to pilot this meta. So this was uh, super useful. Yeah. Is that uh, how, how long has the podcast been? <laughs> uh, like an hour and an a hour, half, hour maybe. forty-five. Yeah, yeah. something like oh, that. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah Wait, it, it goes. Fast. It goes fast. Yeah, I hear you. All right, sounds yeah. good. I mean, if if you have anything else you want to talk about, go for it. Right, <laughs> it's not like we're really not. on the clock, but just uh, saying to be a, <laughs> we've we've had a lot of knowledge. <laughs> Yeah, it's been pretty long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we're good. We're I good. have to go back to sleep, honestly. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, especially before we go, uh, feel free to do any kind of plugs, right? Let us know where the listeners can find you on YouTube, Twitch, etc. 
Honestly, the best thing you guys can do, I don't even care if you watch my Twitch. You guys should watch my guides, though. Oh, me I, too. Okay. I time into them. Yeah, I, so, I feel that, dude. It's making YouTube <laughs> content. It's just like, ah, uh, you know, some some of them. Like, you, you put your soul in it, yeah. It's like, that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I generally think I try to make as helpful to you guys as possible like uh recently i made a video on how to instantly win with scepter of guidance elementals mm. maybe you guys will find that useful like literally instantly win full force strategy this is a um, uh, part of the quest meta breakdown video right or this is a no, separate no, no, video as well video. that's a different i made video. a video describing exactly how to play like the most meta comp in the game which is deflector gem splitter like mm. Mechboard lobbies like half the lobbies playing this comp, so you very know how to play it. Okay. <laughs> um, so this, I guess, there is a very, um, very good return on investment here. Where let's see, yeah, these videos like two thousand views roughly, guys. So if you uh, if you get here, this is the secret sauce, right? You get this, <laughs> you get way more return out of this than your average. You know, let me just spend twenty minutes watching a stream. So do yourself a favor, watch these videos very high level uh breakdown of how to play the meta sounds cool. fantastic great all right and that will be it for this podcast hope you guys enjoyed it if you want to send us feedback send us to the hsbg podcast you can find us on youtube twitter twitch check out the youtube of jeeps for sure some great stuff there and you can find us at educate Collins hs shady bunny shady bunny live Twitter. It's I guess it's not called Twitter anymore. Whatever. I'm I'm I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> it's Twitter. I still call it Baron. That's fine. Yeah. You just call it Twitter, yeah. call it Baron. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I hope you guys enjoyed this special episode with a great friend, great guest, GFHS. And we'll see you in the next one. Dun -dun 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 -dun.